The Source of Truth is an audio recording of Pastor Ronnie Love sharing Christian encouragement and biblical truth. We hope this podcast can help make your path a bit brighter today. Psalms 119.105 says, Thy word is a lamp unto my feet and a light unto my path. Well, good morning and welcome again to another live stream daily devotion from Ben Salem Baptist Church and what we're also calling the Source of Truth podcast. Thank you for joining us, whether you're watching us on Facebook or YouTube Live or whether you're listening to this later, watching an archive or listening on one of your uh, favorite podcast platforms. Uh, we're glad you've joined us. We're glad you're with us. And we're glad that you've taken time today to give God a part of your day and to understand that the source of truth is the Bible. So again, thank you for the opportunity. Now, having said that, when I say good morning, uh, if you are an amazing detective and you're paying attention, you're going to notice that there's an awful lot of things about my office that seem different from an average daily devotional. Number one being the window behind me is dark. Uh, what I say that is actually this one is pre this devotional is pre-recorded. Uh, on Thursday, right at the time that I should be doing a live stream devotional, I have an appointment that I have to be at. So Wednesday night after the evening service, I stuck around a little bit and I'm recording this devotional that will be put out live at 11 o'clock. So you're watching it live as it's being recorded, but I recorded this last night. So for me, I'm saying good evening as I'm finishing my day, but I thank you for still taking the time for a few minutes today um, to be in the Word of God. Again, we're going to continue in our study in the book of Proverbs as we jump um, the Proverbs chapter 4, where in Proverbs chapter 4 is we're going to break down the chapter 3, maybe 4 thoughts coming through this. And a little bit of what we're going to look at here in the moment in the first few verses of chapter 4, um, as I'm studying this, I, obviously I've read through Proverbs many times, and uh, when you go from chapter to chapter, you don't necessarily really think about what was done. You're looking for the wisdom of the day. Uh, for me in this scenario, I find myself in a unique setting because as I look to teach it, I find a lot of these, some of these things being repeated. And so much of what we're going to look at today is, I want to call it a repeat. It's an emphasis of a necessary truth, one of the primary reasons for the book of Proverbs. And that is the importance of getting wisdom, the importance of getting the understanding, the importance of learning, the importance of growing, the importance of the Word of God for my daily life. And so we're going to go ahead and read the first section of Proverbs chapter 4, and we'll jump into this. Proverbs 4 verse 1 says, Hear ye children the instruction of a father, and attend to no understanding, for I give you good doctrine, forsake ye not my law. For I was my father's son, tender and only beloved in the sight of my mother. He taught me also and said unto me, Let thine heart retain, retain my words, keep my commandments and live. Get wisdom, get understanding, forget it not. Neither decline from the words of my mouth. Forsake her not, and she shall preserve thee. Love her, and she shall keep thee. Wisdom is the principal thing. Therefore, get wisdom. And with all thy getting, get understanding. Exalt her, and she shall promote thee. She shall bring thee to honor when thou dost embrace her. She shall give to thine head an ornament of grace, and a crown of glory shall she deliver to thee. Hear, O my son, and receive my sayings, and the years of my, thy life shall be many. I have taught thee in the way of wisdom. I have led thee in the right paths. When thou goest, thy steps shall not be straightened, and when thou runnest, thou shalt not stumble. Take fast hold of instruction. Let her not go. Keep her, for she is thy life. 
Now what we're going to see in the kind of the overview look is you see that Solomon again begins to really remind in emphasis, remind his son of the importance of getting this knowledge, of getting wisdom, of understanding more than just getting it, but understanding the lifelong need of what, of what this is. And so I like what he starts in verse 1 where he says, Hear ye children the instruction of a father and attend to no understanding. Of course, I'm going to love what he says as a father. Every father wishes that their son would understand what Solomon is saying in verse 1. Um, now, please understand that uh, it's not that I think every father believes they have all the answers because most fathers, if they're honest with themselves, recognize the truth that we're still trying to figure out God's will for our life at this point in our path. We know where God has us now, and we're still starting to stay close and seek his face. So I, I can't say that we have the answer for everything. I'll be honest with you. In the last probably six months, most fathers would have to acknowledge they have very little answers. I mean, uh, between the pandemic and the riots and all this, we know that much of it is part of the human nature. But for a lot of us, we, what in the world is going on? Uh, we look at things and what someone considers normal. I was talking in church, well, last night, uh, for you and last night, talking about the fact that there are churches in California, a church that I know, um, that... They have been fined. They were fined Sunday morning and Sunday night for singing. Not for attending, not for anything else, but for singing. Um, and yet, another church stated that they've been given permission to do social work. They've been given permission to you know, feed the poor and do social work in that building. But if they worship, then they're fined. There has never been a more blatant attack by any state on, on church and it goes against their constitution, but even the Supreme Court has given them freedom. So we live in a day where we say, man, uh, what do we do? It's just, it's unprecedented time. So I would say as fathers, what we want is please don't, don't get the idea that we think we know everything and fathers don't ever get to that point. But here's what I hope we would say. As a father, son, watch me as I watch Christ. Or as Paul said, follow me as I follow Christ. Fathers, our responsibility is to follow Jesus, to learn from Jesus, to be in our face, to pray for our families, to pray for wisdom. How are we to lead? How are we to be an example if we are not walking with Jesus? And I, I'm not saying this as a preacher trying to tell you what to do or you know the preachy thing. I'm telling you this from a father who has understood the need of this more in the last six months than I ever have. The need to be close to God because there are things happening that I never thought I'd, you know, I never knew I'd have to talk to my kids about this. Uh, I never thought in my lifetime, and I knew it could happen, but I never thought in my lifetime that there may come a time where as many pastors in California and other states have, they've had to go against the law to follow God. We always knew this was a possibility, but we're seeing it as a necessity in our country today. Well, we say we will obey God rather than man, and we, you know, we see it through the Bible, but now we're asked to be asked to do it. Fathers, if we're going to lead, well, we need to make sure we're following Jesus. It's such an important thing. Our, our wives deserve it and need it. Our children deserve it and need it. Um, those around us deserve it and need it. And let me tell you something. It's not for you to figure this out. It's for you to go to God. He already has figured it out. Go to God, get the wisdom. So then as fathers that are getting this wisdom, then we, kids, listen, pay attention. There are a lot of practical things I can teach you. Don't get me wrong, I don't think most Christians, Christian fathers who men who grew up in a practical personal responsibility mode look at the riots and say these are wrong. Those things we can talk about. But we want children to understand uh, we, the world is so crazy that they're trying to tell the younger generation, ignore the older generation. No. 
you're going to learn things that we didn't have to. You're going to face things we haven't. But you need the foundational wisdom that comes from the experience that your father has had. Because frankly, the Bible tells us there's no new thing under the sun. So what's happening today is not new. I mean, there's people here in our church that have lived through the 60s that are telling me what it was like. I'm learning. I'm learning how to handle things now. It's not new. It happened, what, 50 years ago? It's not new 60 years ago. This is, this is what it is. This is human nature, but I need to learn the wisdom from my father. Uh, this is what the father said in verse 2. He says, I give you good doctrine, forsake ye not my law. Listen, what I'm teaching you is good. Do not forsake it. Do not ignore it. Then in verse 3, Solomon says, let me tell you, I was in your place at one time. For I was my father's son, tender and only beloved in the sight of my mother. He taught me and said unto me, let thine heart retain my words. Give commandments and give, uh, keep my commandments and live. Get wisdom, get understanding, forget it not. Neither decline from the words of my mouth. So he comes in, he says, listen, I have been in your place where my father wanted to give me the same words of wisdom. And I've had to be, so it's not just me. I, I'm trying to teach you what my dad taught me and what generations upon generations have taught. You know, you would assume with all of the experience we have that the next generation would walk out so equipped to face the world. But we're finding that the next generation, I think, finds themselves less and less equipped. They know more about technology. They have, they have more access to news and people's opinions than any generation has ever had. They have more opinions flowing through their head. They have more, uh, more to filter through than any generation has. But yet they feel like, I feel like sometimes they walk out um, at least in many in the culture today, with less. I think one, I think parents, sometimes we're afraid to teach, teach. You see, but I wasn't perfect. You don't have to be perfect. Teach. Teach from your mistakes. Children, listen. Generation, you know, Z or millennials, learn. Always be learning. And here's what he says here. If you're willing to learn and gain wisdom, you will grow. Then he says... If I get wisdom, here's some great benefits. Again, he's, this is not the first time in Proverbs Solomon said this. And for emphasis, he's reminding them of this. This is what happens when you get wisdom. He says in verse 8, Exalt her, and she shall promote thee. She shall bring thee to honor when thou dost embrace her. Her being the wisdom there. Verse 9, She, wisdom, shall give to thine head an ornament of grace, a crown of glory shall she deliver to thee. Verse 10, verse 10, excuse me, hear, O my son, and receive my sayings, and the years of thy life shall be many. Fathers, we need to be teaching, we need to be growing. Next generation, always learn. Learn from your parents, learn from others. And, and by the way, you can learn from our mistakes. There is this thinking that I think is so wrong. A parent who thinks, I can never tell my son not to do something because I struggle with it. Can I encourage you, Father? That is the reason to tell your child to stay away. Let them learn from your mistakes. There's a thinking. Some parents have it and some younger people have it. If I ever found out my father or my mother struggled with something in their life, then they should never tell me not to do it. Can I encourage you, parents and children? That is wrong. Why, parents, would we think it's okay for our kids to struggle and make the same mistakes we did? The mistake was a way for us to grow and to, they should escape that. Why should they have the battles we do? Why should they have the guilt we do? Why should they have the satanic demon um, guilt that he puts in our minds to, make, to beat us up? Why should the next generation battle that? They shouldn't. So parents don't ever think that. Kids... Just because your child, your, you find out your parent wasn't perfect, that's not an excuse to live in sin. 
Oh my, may we never do that. Especially if what if your what if your parent was saved at an older age? That you, I'm not. Even, I don't even want to get into your case. That's why I encourage you. Why would you want to repeat the same mistakes and have the same battles? You should desire. It should be your desire by the time you hit your 30s and 40s to have greater strength in God and greater victory and freedom from the battles of a, of, a, of a life without God. Why would you want the same battles? Wouldn't you want to be further ahead spiritually than your parents were at your age? But it won't happen if you won't listen and embrace the wisdom they can give you. It doesn't matter if they can't use the phone as well as you can. It doesn't matter if they don't even, they can't pronounce or understand Instagram. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if they don't even like TikTok or if they think that um, Snapchat's evil. It doesn't matter if you think they're old and crazy in those areas. The wisdom they offer is powerful if you're willing to embrace it. And he says there's so many great things if you will take it, even from my own mistakes. Don't do this, don't do that. Boy, the wisdom is a great thing and he's promising to it. But it's interesting as he concludes um, verse 11. He says, I have taught thee in the way of wisdom. I have led thee in the right paths. When thou goest, thy steps shall not be straightened. And when thou runnest, thou shalt not stumble. If, when you go, if you follow what I teach you, you will not find yourself stumbling. Verse 13, take fast hold of instruction. Let her not go. Keep her, for she is thy life. So he finishes with one more reminder. Listen, I, I've taught you these things. This is my life to you. And I'm begging you, allow these things to help you to miss the mistakes. and Don't make more. I hear people often say, well, I learned from my mistakes or I want to learn the hard way. And, and unfortunately, we all will. We won't learn from the wisdom of our, our parents or the, of the generation above us. We will make the mistakes they did. And fortunately, sometimes more. Let me encourage you. God has given us so many great opportunities around us. And so let me just finish the last couple of minutes with this thought. Yes, this is a father talking to a son. But you know what we read this as? We read this as a wise man teaching us. God found it important enough to inspire these words, not only for Solomon's son, but for you and me. These aren't just great, great, you know, moral thinkings that Solomon told his son that, oh, okay, these are good for today. These are inspired words of God that God has given to us that we need for 2020. We need, for everything going on right now, we need this badly. And so we embrace it. Now, how do we get it? Obviously, it comes from our parents. But can I encourage you? Some of you have broken, some of you who may be watching this did not have good parents. You had broken homes. So yeah, you can still learn from them. Sometimes learn from their mistakes. But what happens is we kind of ditch it all. God has given us parents, number one. That's the number one teacher. The greatest influence we will have for good and bad. But then God has maybe given you a great pastor. Someone who will be imperfect, who will make his own mistakes but loves the Word of God and loves you and wants to be faithful to the Word of God, learn from Him. How about a great youth pastor? What a great opportunity to learn from somebody who's striving to help you navigate the crazy years. How about maybe a Sunday School Connection Group leader who just wants to give some advice or, or a, a mentor at church or a friend at church that just wants to come along or even a co-worker friend or somebody, a boss or somebody with experience in your field Learn from them. And you may be naturally better at them in some things. You know, as I coached, uh, I coached soccer for over a decade. 
And there's one thing I know, many of the people, they would acknowledge that, and some of it was the fact that I was 15, 20 years older than many of them. Many of them was just the fact of nature. Many of them, by nature, were a whole lot better at the sport I was coaching. I was coach soccer, and many of them were a lot better naturally at the sport. And so if you're not careful, you come back, well, I'm better than the coach, I don't need to learn anything. Just because you're naturally better doesn't mean you can't learn. Those who excelled in the sport were not the ones who came out saying, I'm going to teach the coach or I'm going to teach those. Those who excelled came out and said, I'm going to learn everything this coach can teach me. Everything. And then I'll learn from more and then I'll learn from more. Those who excel are always looking to learn from somebody. And that is, those people became the best players, the most effective, the greatest stats. Those are the ones that led the team on to victory when they had it. Because it wasn't the coach, it was them saying, let me learn from the coach and implement that. It happens in every part of life. God places people around us and you'll always be that we can learn from. But don't let your pride stop, learn, grow. And we've, as, we, as he reminds us again, get all these things, go after them like he said, look for them like silver and gold. Find how important they are and embrace them to your best of your ability. Then you will see how God can use that to help you miss some potholes and really enjoy a blessed life if we'd allow those things to become part of who we are. Thank you again for giving me another opportunity to be part of your day. Thank you again for your willingness to go to the Word of God and learn. I think the reason this is easier in problem is because we're here for a reason, and we want what it is we're learning. We hope you have a great rest of your day, and uh, tomorrow we'll again see you again live. And uh, thank you again for joining us and just being part of what we're, try what we're doing here, and hopefully we can be just a bit of encouragement in these crazy times. Uh, we hope you have a great afternoon, and we'll see you again tomorrow.